I'm frustrated like anybody would be. I'm frustrated like our players are, but it also just, I think there's more, uh, it gives me more motivation and driven anger, if you will, to want to make things right and help these guys as much as I can and help this staff. And so that's the way I'm cut, man. It makes me want to dig in more is what it does. So maybe I'm stubborn that way, but I said this, I told the team this before we ever started the season, but I'm built for adversity. This is what I do. So I've seen it. I've lived it. I've done it. I've been in the highs, highs. I've been low lows, so I'm ready for this, and uh, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on any of these guys. I'm not listening to the lack of talent talk. I don't. I don't buy into that. So we got more to give as a staff. These players have more to give as players, and we're going to find a way to win a game. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lion, the Lion and the Cub. I What's it called? The Cub. What's the, it called? The Lion versus the Cub podcast. Yeah, kiss my ass. There it is. The Lion. He's throwing a. He's throwing it down right away. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do some kind of like a charity boxing match. Right, we'll do charity electric football. <laughs> you know what? And then really make- quick. I know that we're already off target here but when i was a kid with electric football i thought it sucked 50 years ago okay it just like people now talk about oh you do this you do that it just freaking buzzed and they ran in circles and i'm like this is supposed to be fun this is not fun okay i just wanted to say that uh, whoever made that mattel whatever and the whole idea uh just plug it in that's just asking for trouble but okay i'm sorry go ahead it's the lion versus the cub podcast i was saying that maybe we could do like a charity stream where we like you know we play electric football then maybe we play some like nfl blitz 99 mad oh no. yeah madden yeah, 01 yeah some yes. just older i could be joey harrington and yeah that's what i figured we could do some older <laughs> games for you you know because i know you've been out the loop for a little while oh and, boy we got to do know. madden 88 for me okay <laughs> <laughs> that was the one on sega uh, genesis sega. no yeah was it Genesis with the cartridge? I believe so. Uh, it's were, hard to remember. Yeah, it's the hard, Sega but Genesis. Yeah, those are the ones that were... two buttons. Yeah, <laughs> two buttons you just... You, I, I just remember you find one play that worked every time and just run it yep. down the field. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well, it worked for Vince Lombardi in 1966, the Packer sweep. Why can't I do this in 1990? Whatever. I used to let uh, you win, and then you started to become a dick mm-hmm. about it, and I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, a lot of cruising the USA back in cruising. the day. Cruising. Yep. Yeah, that's the, uh, the video, video connection. Yeah, video connection. A lot of sure. times I, I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that I have priced out the uh, one of those games, the like whole a, thing. Like a, like like the uh, like a setup kind oh, of oh yeah like, the, like you everything. know the original oh, thing with the oh yeah I want the Damn. yeah they're not that bad actually I get no. a feeling like I was the only cruise in the USA guy yeah right well there's also you know now with technology and we are going way technology off topic, and stuff but, yeah um you know there's true like race simulators that they use for. Uh, you know, with a PC and stuff, and they've got like the car to have people train and sure practice driving. Go to, and to stuff the like Henry that. Ford Museum; they've got one set oh, up. Oh yeah, that is right. I but it was like a one. lot of money, and I just sat out on the bench, resting my back. So yeah, <laughs> it's all right. You guys go in there and do that shit. I don't need to get thrown around in yeah, the simulator. Yeah, rumble pads and shit in it. it was oh like, yeah, yeah. Let's have David throw his back. Yeah, they're out a five it, grand yeah. setup. I'm, I don't, you know, my name's not AJ Foyt or whoever the hell the guy is now. I don't. Lewis know. Hamilton. Come on now. Lewis Rip Hamilton? Who? 
Lewis Hamilton is the big. There's so you don't watch Drive to Survive on Netflix? Push, push. No, I'm afraid I haven't caught that one. You should watch Drive to Survive. It's actually really good, but mm, it's okay. uh, it's about F1 racing. Oh, um, but it, it's completely changed how Americans watch F1 because it has all the drama and explained the it to stuff. us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it really does. But it's very interesting because there's like you know there's Lewis Hamilton, there's um, uh, there's a couple of the other bigger guys that are in. Ricardo, Daniel Ricardo, he's like Ricky Ricardo. He's one of like the is hot, he Cuban? Shots, you know. Max Verstappen is like the new young gun on the Max Verstappen. Verstappen, yeah, and you know it's all about you know, the different levels of comp. You know, there's Mercedes and you know Ferrari and how Ford versus Ferrari. No, but more of like how movie. there's these. You know, yes, I know. Okay, correct. I didn't know. Yeah, of course I. Come okay, on. okay, I'm more okay. in tune with pop culture oh. than most people. Hey, when but- I'm in. When it's culture, it is pop culture because that's the only kind of culture I know. Pop culture, pop. Lando know. Norris, Lewis Hamilton, Danny Ricardo, but Ricardo. But the thing is, is how the lower level, um, you know, car companies can't compete with the budgets that. What like, the, the Yugos? Who, who's the lower? Well, there's, well I, I, uh, let me see here. No, but there's different levels of uh, pricing, and it's just how like sure they're never gonna get in the top three, but no. you know, because no. their car it's like just NASCAR. doesn't. It's, you know, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't live up to the same amount. You know of money what's a really can... good movie is that documentary about about Earth and Senna mm-hmm. called I believe it's called Senna. But if you mm-hmm. I believe I, might have, I I watched it on Netflix. Boy, what a great documentary! You know he he was like the biggest star. He was like the Tom Brady, and then he gets mm-hmm. killed in a race. And uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, that yeah, the, you kind of know that from the beginning. Like okay. if you knew that Tom Brady was dead, you know. Yeah. Right, Senna, Senna F one. Hey, your time. Yeah, yeah, he was killed in a crash, and it was how big it was. He uh, died in 1994. He was 34 years old. He was a Brazilian race car driver. He won the Formula One 88, 90, 91. He's one of three Formula One drivers from Brazil to win the world champ, blah, blah, blah. Won 41 Grand Prix races, and uh, yeah, so it's like a really big deal. So We'll call that, uh, and that was talking F1 with the Lion and the Cubs. So. Right, that's, it's the, uh, the gas pedal and the brakes with the podcast right the is that what we call it the, the, the gas pedal uh, we'll and the, call it the gas and brakes podcast nah, we'll call it the catalytic converter and there the you pistons. go the catalytic converter let's move so. on to the to the game can we <laughs> this here is an autopsy of your detroit lions versus the rams it's game number seven of the 34 game rebuild process and ooh. Ooh, it was delectably interesting. We did not get annihilated, which right away is a, hey, well done. Fava beans. It was, I really thought we were going to get sliced and diced being that it's October. I really thought we were going to get, uh, well. Yeah, this was going to be a slasher horror. Slasher horror. Fly. Yes, you're yeah, right. This was going to be, a, uh, and I was in, I was up north in the great, great north white Canada. north. He's in Good day. Welcome to the Great White North. Sorry, I didn't get to watch the game. He was he sure was up north there, eh, you crazy hoser. You went to Canada, eh? Don't wreck our show, you hoser. Yeah, Niagara Falls, eh? Niagara Falls, eh? The, the falls, the falls, eh? Did you see him fall? The water. The water. I don't know what all the fuss was about. It just goes over the edge and falls. It was not a big deal. 
pretty lights, Sorry. though. Pretty lights. Pretty lights at night. And I will say that the food was quite tasty. The poutine yep. really hit the spot. What, did you have any of those Molson Canadian beers? Oh, no. I had one of those new trendy seltzers. Seltzers. Natural. Molson natural. seltzer made from Niagara Falls uh, fall water. No, this was a new brand that was sponsored by the, all the good old NHL hockey oh, team. Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, uh, seltzer, eh? Hey, listen, it was TMLS. Three, ingre three ingredients, vodka, soda, and natural pineapple. pineapple. And I'll tell you what, 130 calories for a tall boy with no carbs and nothing else in it. I My tell you God. what. And then 10 of those, it's only 1,300 calories. You're still in your diet. Good job. Yeah, it's 700. It's 7% per, per, per can there. I tell you what, I was quite buzzed. Almost had myself a quite a quick fall. He had a quite, a, he had a, quite a buzz. Don't lean over to falls too much there, kid. Oh, hey, what's going on over here? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there I go. Well, let okay. me. Woo! Did you know that the first person to ever survive the falls was a woman with her cat in a barrel? Yeah, that poor cat. It was like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. Hey, you know what? You know what she cats. said when she went over the falls? What'd she say? Geronimo! <laughs> Sorry, all the syrup. I, I will say that one of my favorite parts of the whole entire event was we went to a, a souvenir store where it said uh, T-shirts, stickers, maple products. Maple products. I went to school <laughs> with a girl named Maple Products, but that's another thing altogether. Uh, maple products. Well, since you weren't able to watch the game live and in living color from the West Coast, let me tell you what you missed, okay? I'm going to give you a breakdown, right. okay? I'm going to have you right. multiply this time a thousand and if you think i'm kidding you're wrong ready yeah. matthew stafford is the greatest quarterback ever and he is perfect <laughs> times a thousand i'm almost glad i didn't watch the game oh my god mark sanchez mind. is a dunce yeah i can't even remember this one thing he said but i turned to my lovely bride and i said what the hell did he just say it was brutal. I wish I, uh, I probably, I could probably go through the entire game and pull that quote out, but it was completely non sequitur off. Oh, he's brutal. And it was just like, oh, look at that, Matthew. Oh, it's perfect. And the, even Sanchez. when uh, the Sanchez, that's what I kept saying. Even when it was incomplete and he threw it into the ground for no reason, not like we've ever seen that happen, but like, say he had just the tiniest amount of pressure, he would throw the yeah. ball right into the ground, right at the feet of his receiver it was always oh that receiver needs to cut that uh, route off a little sharper and uh, then Man. Matthew Matthew would have hit him that's why the ball was thrown into the turf because he oh yeah, and when, when a Lions defender, and I'll tell you, the defense played pretty good, I thought. The, when a Lions defender, like, deflected the ball because Lion, because Matthew threw it behind his receiver, it was like, oh, yeah, they've got to cut that route off a little sharper there. If they cut it off sharper, he would have, oh, that would have been for 50 yards there. Uh, shut up, Sanchez, you idiot. So... Uh I'll tell you, Matthew was Matthew. Matthew threw for a lot of yards, like he always does. But yeah. our defense, I mean, considering what happened, we've got a couple of more guys that look like, well, one's going on IR for no apparent reason, and another one is gone. Looks like he's done for the year. So let's uh, move on here. The Lions lost to the Rams of Los Angeles 28-19. to And as a great man once told me, good teams win, great teams cover. So oh, the great. Lions are a great team. I wonder what 
what their record is against the spread this year. I guess I could. Yeah, look, that'd be good. I guess I could have looked that up before I brought that up. But I like to win yeah, these we kind could, of things. We'll ask our analytical team here. I had analytics. Uh, Let me get uh, Mr. Campbell on the line and say, uh, you know, hey, what uh, what's the deal there? Yeah, we've had to cover a lot of spreads because we've lost twice on last second field goals. Yeah, like, and we covered there. I bet we've covered. The only time we didn't cover seven. was last week and the and the uh, Packers game. Yeah. So we're probably so five, five and two against the spread or four and three. I don't know. What was the first game of the year? It seems so long ago now, doesn't it? We only it? lost by seven, so there's no way that that game was that. I don't and know. It was against, let me see here. Let me Who check. Who did we play? What happened? It was the, uh, all right, we lost to the Niners by eight. Let's see what the spread was here. Stand uh, by, everybody. Don't worry. We'll edit this out. We'll clean this uh, up. The last okay, thing I'm going to so, do is show how the sausage is made. All right. Sorry. Seven and a half. So they won. They lost by eight. So seven and a half. So, so we they didn't, didn't cover, cover that. that one. So didn't cover that one. A lot of red L's here on my screen. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, they didn't cover against Green Bay. They covered against Baltimore, right? I would think. They had to have. Uh, they didn't cover against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. It was yep, seven and a half. The Ravens. Yep. Covered against the Ravens. The Bears covered. Um, we covered against the Vikings. We did not cover against Cincinnati, and we covered. So what is that? Uh, one, three and three? No, we played seven. So the so uh, three and four. Three and four. Okay, okay no well, it's better. better <laughs> it's it's better than uh, our record. Great teams yeah, cover. Great teams cover. Good teams, teams win. Cover. So. so there it is. And and uh, just this, the headline of this week's game is for the second week in a row, the Lions did not lose on a last second field goal. So we have that going for us. That the agony, the heartbreak. Even though this one, I, I I'm going to be honest with you, I never thought we were going to win. Even up 10 nothing, I never thought we were going to win. I was happy it was close. I yeah. uh, I really, I just knew that their talent level is so much better than ours that that, that they would win in the end. And they did. They're, they're great players, made great plays at the end. And, yeah. uh, you know. I did it. Well, we don't have any great players. Um, well, I just meant the players we got. You right. Know, like, I mean, we're asking undrafted free agents. The, 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 when we went on fourth down. we an undrafted free agent. When we I guess went on what I'm saying. Fourth down, we rushed up to the line because it was fourth and one trying to catch him sleeping. And then uh, the, the third tight end, who this was his first game all year he was supposed to come over and block somebody to free the running back and he never got there and and they stuffed us for no gain and uh you want to play a early who's guess whose line is it anyway for the Eagles Lions? I don't know what that is. Oh, what the line is? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there might be something in the show uh, notes, the show. I got it pulled up. That. I'm saying, do you want to take a guess? I guess. And what you think the spread? Yeah, I is. can guess because I'm looking right at it. Yeah. It's minus three and over under forty eight. Oh well, there it takes out. All right. Well, all right. It takes out the fun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, the early line. Who is it anyway? So I don't get who's who's. It. I yeah, it's a take on whose line is it anyway? I've never it's seen like, that show either. You've never seen that no. show. Don't like those you, guys. Well, you know what the. It's a play on the word of the name of the show. Like right. so I get that. Yep. So I I'm so I guess well, I'm sorry. I, we can I can edit it and we'll do it again. Nope. You're right. No. Uh-uh. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Leave it in there. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Nope. Stop I, the hammering. Yes. Lay off 
the, the weed. weed. Okay, anything else? All no, right. Because you ruin all the things I want to do for fun. So. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's me. That's Here, how about this? Here's a fun fact. The Lions are 4-1 and one versus the Eagles over the last five games. So there you go. Are you just reading the show prep? Is that what you're doing here? Or? Is that in the show prep? I don't know. I'm not reading the show prep. I'm not. Obviously. Clearly. Do you want to see what the implied score is? Nope. Don't care. Okay. Fuck it. Mm. Okay. You want to okay. just do the show prep backwards? Nope. Because I'm not reading the show <laughs> prep. So clearly I'm not reading the show prep. I know how Brandon feels. They don't read his show prep either. So it's okay. It's cool. It's good. Um, yeah, appeal to your audience. Come on the show, Brandon. Yeah, I don't Brandon. Know who you are. We could do. We I don't could, read the show notes. We so. could do some. Uh, I I thought about asking Brandon to do some. Uh, what do you call that? Fantasy football stuff. Are you still? You haven't talked about it. Are you still doing fantasy football? Or did your trip yeah, out of the country I, cause you to not have an active quarterback this week or something? No. Uh, you want an update on my who gives a shit? No one cares about your fantasy team. Fantasy team corner of the week. Sure. Um, things that me and the line have in common is I'm 0 and 7. So, <laughs> uh, in one league, I'm 2 and 4, and hey. in the other league, I'm 0 and 6. I, oh, that's right. You uh, got to do Monday night. You got to do Monday night football. Yeah, well, I'm losing 154 to 124, but I still have famous Jameis. So famous Jameis. If he, he could only run for, so as fast as he did when he stole those crab legs. So I got to just say. give me 30 points, I will say that everyone on my roster is either in the IR or on a bye. That is a uh, phenomenal team and then in golf we trust i am two and four um and i still have uh dk metcalf metcalf to play tonight but i will say that jamar chase and joe burrito got me a total of 80 points 83 points your quarterback is is joe burrow and your wide receiver is lamar chase and you're jamar jamar lamar kabar you're two and four i just picked up joe burrow but yes i've had jamar chase the whole season uh my quarterback before was uh you picked him up just in time for that knee injury that's coming yeah i know i have (laughs) hustle russell (laughs) fucked up finger so uh, yeah russell all right Let's, can we get back to the show? Have we not been doing the show? Like, I don't know what we've been doing, oh, to be honest gosh. with you. I don't know what we've been doing. All right. Uh, just a quick injury update. Uh, Lions undrafted free agent cornerback A.J. Parker looks like he's out for the rest of the year. He's going to be considerable time. So that pricks us down our, like our fifth string cornerback. So um, And then we just, put, we just put another lineman on uh, IR. But he's, yeah, Detroit Lions plays guard Logan Stenberg on injured reserve. Now, he's not been playing, so we're unsure how he got hurt. Uh, but he is, um, he is the primary reserve on the interior offensive line. But uh, beyond insurance for Jonah Jackson and Holly Palulu-Vitahi Havatai, Steinberg was also one of eight active offensive linemen on game days. This is significant. Okay, you ready why this is significant? Yeah, sure. Because why the NFL has a rule that allows teams to expand their game day rosters from 46 to 48 players if eight of these players are offensive linemen. Now there is a deep dive on roster number rules. So that now with tackle of the week. So. so with Stenberg on IR, the line only have seven active offensive linemen, meaning they no longer qualify for the roster expansion rule. Therefore, look for the Lions to sign another offensive lineman to the active roster in order to bring them back to the eight players. The most likely option for promotion was undrafted rookie Tommy Creamer. 
and Parker Hanger, both of whom are currently on the Lions practice squad. It's also possible the Lions look to free agency to add another offensive lineman, even if it's only a full hole on the practice squad, allowing the team to have two complete lines to utilize during practices. So there it is. Nobody knows what happened. This this guy was a 2020 draft pick, and he uh, he has been active, and he's played, but it's been on... He's only playing on 23 snaps, and only four of those were on offense, has six offensive linemen in big sets. So he's not played much, and he's not been much for draft pick. So this was from the Bob the Builder era, this guy. So there it is. But uh, something happened to him, and he's now on IR, so it's three weeks out. I think we're starting to understand the whole IR thing. You're off for three weeks, and you come back, and then you have three weeks to be active, or you're done, which I like much better than the old... Um, IR. You go on IR, you were done. No, there was two versions of it, Goofy. I thought it was a COVID thing that started this two versions of it, Goofy. But well, there was the long-term and the short-term IR. One was eight weeks and one was the season, so. Oh, this okay. This is the third eight. version this of is, the IR. They don't have the eight now, they just have the three? Yeah. Okay, Goofy. I knew it was different. Goofy. Goofy. <laughs> this <laughs> is like calling goofy. someone a Goofy or a Bozo is like probably one of my favorite things to do to piss someone off. Like if I met a couple of adult beds Oh, that's just before you get punched in the balls. <laughs> oh, 100 percent Yeah, by a Packers oh, yeah. fan, sure. Especially out in New York. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't. And I wasn't even there. Wow. I don't even really remember the Wow. You were walking in the bathroom. Something tells me every time you pass this guy, you said something shitty. And then finally he had enough. Just fucking punched me in the dick. It was yeah. five on one, though. Yep. Dude, that was wow. Well, we'll save that for the last yeah. game of the season. There please you go. put it in the notes. We'll to save that for reminder. Christmas. We'll save that for for yes, the Christmas that Eve show. as a reminder, please, because I totally forgot about that. That was at Oktoberfest in Cincinnati yep. where everyone was drunk. Everyone. Oh, man. Wow. Man, fuck the Packers and fuck Aaron Rodgers. All right? Fuck him. Uh, fuck his discount double check. Uh, fuck his I own you Chicago. If he owns Chicago, what does he think about us? Oh, well. All right. So uh, go over real quick uh, the inactives for the game. The Lions kind of mix things up a little bit. They got they put Jason Cabinda, the fullback, uh, on the inactive, and then Trinity Benson was inactive. Yeah, that's not been a, a very scratch. good. That's been a. Yeah, that's not been. It's a healthy scratch. Jamar Jefferson yeah. was a healthy scratch. Uh, he didn't yep. get to play. Uh, safety Dean Marlow, cornerback Mark Gilbert, outside linebacker Jesse Lemon and Iyer, and defensive end Eric Banks. For what that looks like, worth. Trinity is going to need a miracle to make the team. He so. really needs. I'm not going to use my old joke. Okay. Yep. It's okay. So um, we're going to go over the snap count observations. Now this is. Courtesy of Jerry Reisman of at Detroit Online in your Twitter feed. And he is really good. I hate to say this. He, nothing personal, Jeremy. I know you listen to every show. Kind of kind of goofy looking, but then I got nothing to say. At least he puts his face out there. bringing up people's looks, you know? Okay, Let's leave the looks out of it. it. He's kind of a young fella, okay? He's kind is of... Is this the guy with the... With the does the stream. Eyes? Does the stream. Oh, okay. Nice. Now he's not arguing with me as much. And no, uh, this okay. is what we're going to give you uh, the number of snaps and the percentage of the snaps that these guys played. And that really is kind of an interesting thing. I'm glad that Jeremy did all the heavy lifting on this, so I don't have to. Uh, quarterbacks, I know that's confusing, but yes, Jared Goff played all 69 offensive snaps. Then running backs, we got Dondre Swift, who played 52 snaps or 75%. Jamal Williams, who played 20 or 29%. I'm not sure what his carries are, but it seemed like he he, he looked good. He was, uh, he was going hard. 
hard. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. Jamal and always does, man. He's... He was really fired up. He had a couple of nice runs. I don't yeah. have his stats in front of me, but he did have a couple of nice runs. Then, of course, there's Godwin Igwebikwe. He uh, played 16 or 65% of the special team snaps. Okay, He had 57 rushing yards on 12 attempts. So Jamal Williams did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 4.8 or so average. So. He had 12 carries on 20 plays, so it seemed like whenever he was in there, they certainly gave him the ball. Yeah, and based off the highlights that I watched, he really was running very He ran uh, very hard, even though he needs a haircut. Even uh, when the Lions were up 10 nothing, the Rams were still a 76.5% favorite to oh, win. Well. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, yeah, I was right there. Uh, then your tight end, JT TJ Hawkinson. He ran... TJ uh, Hawk Hawkinson. Hawk Hawkinson. 55 plays, 80%. Mr. Darren Rocking Chair Fells. He had 28 plays or 41%. And then Brock Wright with his first play of his NFL career. He was 17 plays or 25%. So obviously they went to a three tight end set 25% of the time on yeah. offense. They did. They went big. They were trying to grind it out. Their whole key was let's not give Maddie the ball. Without the ball, it's hard for him to score. So um, yeah, I think it was a great game plan. Yeah, I saw Hawkinson really uh, being um, utilized a lot more, which is always good. I think he had six receptions on nine targets targets and it's not great but you know i think utilizing him more Khalif raymond had a hundred yard game today like that's crazy a uh, hundred really yard receiving game yeah uh-huh did our boy amal ross st brown not play no he played amal ross st brown played 43 per 43 snaps or 62 percent of the game and then he played six not plays on special teams not even a target uh unsurprisingly every wide receiver saw their playing time dip this week with the pre yeah. pre prevalence, geez, I will edit that. Prevalence, let's try it again. With the prevalence of more multiple tight end sets, the one exception is Geronimo Allison, who continues to see his playing time increase, yet has not bought the production with him. Despite playing 45 snaps in the past two weeks, Allison has yet to record his first catch of the year. Yeah. Ouch. There's nothing yep. else to say about that, but ouch. Yep. Uh, Kaderil Hodge, 33 plays, 48%, and he played special teams. Uh, um, yeah, Khalif Raymond played 81% of the offensive snaps. Uh, yeah. Offensive tackles, for the first time in a while, we played our entire starting offensive line, paid 100% of the game. Matt Nelson, Panay Sewell, Halapulalabadi. Vatatati, <laughs> Ratabadati, 100%. Jonah, Jonah Jackson, 100%. Evan Brown, 100%. And, uh, of course, Logan Stenberg, who's now gone IR. So they played. Uh, the, well, he played three Plays special on special teams. teams. Yes, yeah, so that's probably uh -oh. where he got hurt. What's he doing special teams? I don't know. Um... On defense, Charles Harris, 80% of the plays. Trey Flowers, 62%. He went out with a knee injury during the game, but did come back in. So that I was... saw him have a play where there was like a short, close thing, and he just picked up the guy's legs underneath and just... That's where they stopped. Oh, was... yeah. Somebody hit yeah. the guy up high, and he was still yeah. fighting. And Oh, was that Flowers that picked yeah. his legs up? I, I go, that's... Trey grabbed his legs and just was like... I yeah, said to Gwen, well, that's one way to stop him from running for anything. Pick Literally. him up. Pick his legs up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's very good. Uh, very, um, very good. So Julian Akawa. Now I'm just Aquara. Jesus, Dad. Uh, now I'm having trouble with everybody's name. There's Austin Bryant. You know stuff like that. Um, played a a. a <sighs> 
Quora. Thank you. Uh, 35 snaps, career high, and he made some of the biggest plays of the Lions defense, including a fourth down pass breakup and the team's only sack of the game. If they could have got any pressure on Stafford. He was just vibing back there. He was just standing back there looking for... Cooper Cup was cooking. Cup was just... uh, uh, When you let him have three, four, five seconds, Cup's going to come open. And he did. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were covered for a while. How much much did they talk about him and Matthew Stafford going to breakfast every day? Uh, I I don't know. I had the sound down most of the time, except for (laughs) just the drone in the background. All I could hear was, Matthew Stafford is great. Matthew Stafford is great. uh, There's Kelly Stafford up in the box. Uh, Matthew Confirmed Kelly Stafford? Yeah, well. Are you sure? I think it it was, sir. I think it was confirmed. And then, of course, when the game's over, we're going to have an interview with Matthew Stafford. Are you glad the game's over? Are you glad this week's done? Yeah, Cooper Cup had 10 catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. And I like how they ran that one, like, offensive, like, play in the red zone to him where they just, like, stuck him next to a guy, and the guy, like, stood in front of him, and he just, it was a quick out pass, and he just ran into the end zone. Yeah, the the guy ran all the way, he ran all the way across the formation, and our defensive guy was right with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And whenever we played really good on defense, they'd call a penalty on us, but I'm not going to crab about that. So, uh, defensive tackles, Nick Williams, 57%. Michael Brockers, I don't know if you know this or not. He used to play for the Rams. Levi Anzwadikunyep, 34%. Alim McNeil, is that a limb? Or is it L-I-M? <laughs> kind of it's like a limb. Will I a am? Limb. L-I-M a limb. McNeil. John? A limb. A limb McNeil. Okay. John, uh, like a limb, you know, you got a limb. Tree limb. There. Tree limb McNeil. Yeah. John Penasini. Hey, I think I got that one right. 20%. Jashan Cornell, 6%. Uh, Brockers saw the biggest week-to-week change, dropping from 78% of playing time to just 49 this week in response. Levi Oswakai saw a pretty significant bump in play. However, overall, Lions devoted fewer resources in this defensive interior in this game, knowing their primary goal will be to stop the pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Linebackers and... That's by getting pressure. And uh, I think really... most improved since week one. We want him cut from the team player, Alex Anzalone. Alex Anzalone. <laughs> he is on a one-year deal, as is Jalen reeves Maben. Yeah. They are both on one-year deals, as is the wide receiver. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond are all on one-year deals, and they did ask head coach Dan Campbell at today's press conference about that and how are they sort of on auditions. And it was like, yeah basically you know they might sign him to to some more you know an extension or whatever but um anzalone's on a one-year deal so everybody that like hates anzalone he's a stopgap measure okay kind of like our quarterback cornerbacks are a little more expensive than the others so well i'm just feeding into the people (laughs) yep we don't have to talk about it i like the deal we made to to move matthew stafford two firsts and a third oh yeah two firsts and a third just more of the contract restructuring that two firsts and a third. Well, the thing was, I, I was reading an, an article about that, the restructuring. If they hadn't restructured Goff's contract, they would have. They didn't have any money left to sign anybody and would have had to cut more players because they were yeah, over yeah. their cap. Yeah, no. They totally. had to restructure him. Yes, it gave him an extra whatever next year or something, but they would have been way over. They, they would have had no room to sign their, their drafted players. That's how bad it was. So they didn't have an option. They had to restructure it. Yeah. It's like, okay, we can't sign any of our draft picks. 
<laughs> Could you imagine yeah. that? I mean, that's not even an option. You've got to do what you got to do. Or they would have had to restructure like four other guys. Yeah. So we would have had Trey Flowers for another seven years of playing three games a year. Um, or Amani, say the last name. Ori Oh, which oh, one is it? Uh, Ori. Oh, Ori Warrior. Oru Warrior. Warrior. He played 100% of the snaps, as did Jerry Jacobs. He played 100%. A.J. Parker, 74%, but then he was hurt and went out. Daryl Worley was in for 26% of the snaps, and they said that when he came in, let's see what happened here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, it was up in this other article. Um, when uh, Parker went out and Worley, who is, um, he was a midseason signing. Hey, he's played, only played 20 snaps, 20 snaps all year. They yeah. put him in, and right away, Stafford went right at him for a 50-yard, 9-yard pass to Cup. As long as yeah. they then a 5-yard touchdown strike to push. That, uh, and that was that one where, actually, you got to give Worley some props for good coverage on Cup. Yeah. All he had to do was gain two yards. And it was like, you know, he's a monster. He's really good. He's very, very good. And he has Did you know that him Matthew. and Matthew Stafford have been going to breakfast every morning Get together? out. I heard that Matthew's going to adopt him. That might be true. Uh, let's see. Where was I at here? Cornerbacks. Bobby Price didn't play, but he did play special teams. Um, Anzalone, who's played every defensive snap, went out for a short while. We got hurt, but he came back in. And uh, he wasn't that. Yeah, he just got kind of... Sh- he got uh, he got the win. There used to be a term for this back in the day for guys that had concussion. It was called, he got the wind knocked out of him, which I never understood the wind. So, okay. Then it's safe. Will Harris, 100%. Tracy Walker, 97%. And um, CJ Moore, nothing. Jalen Elliott, nothing. They played special teams. And then, of course, finally, special teams. Austin Siebert, Jack, Gunner Fox, and Scott Daly, your long snapper. Okay? Uh, I don't... Okay. Are we going to go over all the drives? Uh, no, this is a new way to do it. Okay. You know, you know we're still finding our way, folks. The comments. Okay. Tell us what you think in the comments. I mean, we can yeah. go over scoring drives real quick. I think not, like, too in-depth about anything, but I will say that, you know, the onside kick right after the first touchdown, the screenplay was really well done. He almost know, fell Goff down. Almost, and Goff almost missed up. Goff with that big uh, arm. He must have thrown that thing five yards. Uh, is it safe to say that we have a kicker? It is probably safe to say for right now we have a kicker, and we certainly have a punter. Yeah, I will say that Jack Fox had the best passer rating in the entire game. Yeah. Between all of the passers that made a pass. So, um, Goff did not fumble. He did not. And he, oh, well, that's because he didn't throw an interception. But I'll tell you he one thing. That last two. one, as the clock was running out, was not an interception. That fucking ball hit the ground. Yeah, agreed. That was bullshit. Um, but does so it really matter? No. That puts him to eight touchdowns and eight interceptions on the year. I don't uh, think either one was his fault. The one. He that, got hit he, as he threw. He was going to hock and it Aaron Donald was just turning him into a flat pancake when that happened, and he did, you know, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of pressure on Goff. I thought for the situation, he did not make the big mistake. No pick sixes, no fumbles. He was he got hit a lot. I'm not sure what the actual numbers are, but it's sure. Compared to Maddie, um, Goff got hit a lot. So if Yeah, it, this was the first time our team had the offense, had the team with the... With the, the lead. 
Yeah. Yeah, first time all year we had the ball on offense with the lead. Uh, We got sacked twice. Uh, There was only one punt from each team in this game, which is kind of interesting. Uh, We had eight penalties for 77 yards to their four. Uh, I mean, we led in total yards, total play, net rushing yards, man. We had 137 net rushing yards. Well, we had it the whole first quarter. That really helped. I mean, that was... Yeah. I I, I don't care. Possession, yeah, 32 to 27. That was some... Dan Campbell did shit like other teams do to us. Over 35 years of watching this shit, you don't know how many times I've seen teams do that shit to us and, like, score and then onside kick in the first quarter. And, and, you know, and you're just like, fuck, that's so Lions. It's just good to know that we have it in the package. It was amazing to do it. Yeah, I wasn't looking. I just all of a sudden hear the announcer yelling, and I'm like, wow. I mean, it was great. The the touchdown was sort of a, a fluky thing for the Lions. I mean, it was... It- it, it, it was a lucky break. He dumped it, yeah. and he took off with it and ran in 60-something yards. So 63-yard uh, touchdown. I mean, that's great. It was... Yeah, I mean, I you know, it, it seems like your typical Lions game where I... Well, I shouldn't say typical, but it's a Lions game where we have the lead at some point. The other team just comes down and scores in, like, no time. Like, they got that field goal. Uh, I don't even know what that first possession was. It was very quick, and it's just like, well... Yeah. We score yep. seven nothing. Then we onside kick. We get it. We we're not moving it. We go for it on fourth down. It was like, oh boy, yeah. it was pretty. Uh, what yeah. was the? What, I'm trying to find the play there. Jack Fox passed to Bobby Price yeah. to the left for 17 yard gain. Yeah. And it was a night. This was not your typical punter pass. Jack Fox must have played quarterback it, in high school yeah. or something because Jack Fox has a good arm. That thing looked like a spiral. It looked. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was, and then we still couldn't get the touchdown. And um, it was still the same short pass, short pass, short pass. It just, it, you know. I mean, the longest drive that they had was five minutes and 44 seconds for the Rams. They had well, you know, they throw it deep. One for five. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a fast offense. Like, they just score quickly. Yep. So I don't know te- if you know this or not, but they have a quarterback named Matthew Stafford. I've, so. heard, I've heard that he's, like, the greatest ever. Um, <sighs> so, after the first quarter, it was 10 to 3. And I was like, well, that was fun while it lasted. And um, we get yeah, the ball. <laughs> we get the ball and matriculate it. Did we go on fourth down on this drive too? Is this the drive we went for? It? I don't know uh, what down we, we didn't we go had, on fourth uh, down. They kicked off to us. Then we had a swift up the middle for a yard. Goff passed to Hawkinson for 21 yards down the middle. Then Jamal Williams rushed down the middle for five yards. Then Williams down the right for 12 yards. And then Goff ran to the right for three yards. And that was the end of the first quarter. Then we had a 10-yard holding penalty. So then we had an incomplete pass. Then a swift rush to the left for 14 yards on third and 17. Fourth and three, we kicked the field goal. So it was 13 to three. And I'm like, okay, well, hey, we're still winning. Hey, we're still covering. Uh, The Rams came right back, scored a touchdown. Bing, bang, boom. Was that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. They had a 32-yard pass interference call on Detroit. That was mm, yeah suspect. Know. It was you know it is what it is. They're yeah. going to give him the ban for the doubt. So defense they kicked, played good. So, so they kicked off to us, and the offense went one, two, three, kick. So there's our punt. They got the ball, 
And when seventy, are we going to go through the drives? I get really quickly, <laughs> really quickly. So they went at seventy-four yards, made it seventeen thirteen. They were finally ahead, and I thought, okay, floodgates. But no, the Lions—they uh, went fifty-two yards and kicked the field goal, made it seventeen sixteen. So it was respectable at halftime. Uh, then right after the half, we made a punt, which was nice. And then we had the ball for sixty-one yards and eleven plays, and that was the play where they went quickly on the fourth and one the tight end didn't get over to block uh kenny young was the guy who made the tackle on andre swift and we turned it over on downs um then they went and they turned it over on downs when the great matthew stafford had an incomplete pass to the left intended for tyler higby so the great matthew stafford the unbeatable perfect matthew stafford was incomplete on fourth down okay uh we got the ball back went down kicked the field goal 1917 Lions. Holy shatoli. We are leading at the end of the third quarter. So you guys that had taken the 15, 17, 25 points, whatever it was, were feeling pretty good. Uh, then the um, the Rams came down with the field goal, 90 yards. That was a little. That was a little rough. That was the one with Cup cutting across to the right corner of the end zone, and then they went for two, made it, made them up 25, 19. Then we drove it all the way down the fucking field, and we were right down there at the 25 yard line, and. Uh, uh, Goff got intercepted. Oh, no, we were at the 12 uh, with, what was there, four, about five minutes to go down. Uh, what is that? 21-19, right? Is that what this 19, 19, 19 to 25. 25-19, so a field goal wouldn't do us any good. Yeah. So 25-19, so we were right there trying to take the lead, and I'm thinking, don't give Maddie too much time. But he threw an interception. I was, I might have blurted out a cuss word. I might have. And then she started with an F. So, fuck. Um, They took it went down, kicked a field goal. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was your ball game. Great game. Really was a great game. Um, the Lions yep. were 16 and a half teams point win, Great teams cover. And so. they covered. So they're a great team three times. Looks like the final spread was 16 and a half. Yep, so. 16 and a half. So That's crazy. Over under was 50 and a half. And the Rams were minus 1,400. That's too bad. <laughs> It's that too bad. Too bad. Okay, I got a new, uh, what is it, new, what do you call them, new? New segment? New segment alert. <laughs> what is that, uh, ladies and gentlemen and ships at sea? This is your Lions PR Tweet of the Week. And tweet these, of the Week. These come out during the game, and they are some really highfalutin. I got two of them. One, safety C.J. Moore picked up 28 yards on a fake punt. This would be the second longest rush by a defensive back in franchise history. Detroit has successfully converted two fake punts today, totaling 45 yards on those plays. Now, back in the old days, before like 1960, guys played both ways. Running backs played court cornerback, defensive back, safety. So I, 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 I'm confused by that one. Something tells me that we've had more than a 28-yard run by a cornerback, running back guy in the history of the Lions. But that was that was just me. But hey, it looked nice. And here the second running back, DeAndre Swift, totaled 74 receiving, receiving yards in the first half. If you're ready for your ESPN stat of the day, the fifth most first half receiving yards for a running back in Lions history. Lions history! And the most in steel on October 12, 2014. 
Um, DeAndre Swift has 100 scrimmage yards for the sixth time in his career, the fourth most by Lions running back through 20 games. Okay, so those were your Lions PR tweets of the week. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, okay, now we're on okay. to this week's games. Scoring. Okay, second down and nine. Thursday night uh, game included. Thurs- yes, because we actually recorded on a Thursday. I yes, know we did. people relax. I know. Still Everybody's the podcast like, what? Still, still didn't come out till Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I still, still didn't come out till like a half an hour before kickoff on Sunday. I was still working uh, out. No, okay, like... so I will be taking over here for your fastest two minutes. Fastest um, two minutes add, in sports. Add the audio to the background. You know you it, buddy. Uh, you know. Heading live to Denver on Thursday night. I mean to Cleveland. The Browns didn't take a shit and won 17 to 14. Wow! Uh, Coming with the Sunday game, no games in London this week. So normal times, you had the Washington football team 10, your Green Bay Packers 24. He owns the Constitution. Yes, he owns owns the Constitution. There you go. What? Uh, with the biggest frauds in football, Kansas City Chiefs, three, Jeez. Tennessee Titans, 27, Chiefs, a four-point favorite. Wow. Um, what the hell is going on? I wanted to pull up this. I, you know, I didn't see anything here. Um, uh, how bad did our uh, Patty Mahomes, 20 for 35, 206 yards and an interception, no touchdown. Don't they, start, the don't they start quarterbacks at 200 yards now? They just start you at 200. Well, here's a fun fact because Tom Brady was talking shit about Ohio State quarterbacks. Uh, Chad Henney, 11 for 16, 82 yards with an 80.7 QBR rating better than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes went into the uh, concussion protocol. He got hit. Did he? Yes. Oh. Yeah, they showed him. He looked all right, but he went at in the tent. At least he got paid. My boy got that check. He showed so. He showed in. <laughs> Rookie cards going down in price. Oh, rookie cards. Yep. Those PSA 10s. PSA not worth 10. that money. Yep. Buy them now. Um, Did you uh, know that wow. the Detroit Tigers drafted Patrick Mahomes as baseball? Did you know that Matthew Stafford is friends with Clayton Kershaw? They played baseball together as kids in Dallas. That is crazy. Did you see that the cheaters made it back to the World Series again? I don't That's think they're crazy. cheating anymore. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, but it's... All like, I know is know, during the game, I heard boom, 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 boom. Some guy uh, in a garbage can. Can we at least, like, can't they get, like, uh... You know, like a postseason ban for a couple years or something. Like it's not bowl games. Them, it's not a bowl game. Yeah, but you know, let's give them the death penalty. Or I something, a death you know? penalty. How about sticking uh, them back in the National League where they were for like sixty years? I still can't figure out Houston's in the American League. It just doesn't. It doesn't yeah, wash really with me. Sense. Why, why uh, does Dallas's team in the American League and Houston's team in the American League? Why don't you have one from each league? Then you could have a Dallas-Houston World Series. But nobody asks me. Good point. Why haven't the, why did the, uh, why haven't the, uh, uh, are the wings still in the West? No, they've been in the East for a number of years now. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Okay. Second down and nine. That's talking hockey. Talk. Um, the puck and the, the fuck actually, podcast. The, the puck and the puss. So uh, <laughs> the, the puck uh, and the puss. They're actually playing pretty well. They won last night. Yes, in, they did. In, there it is in, in Chicago, six to three. Okay, so wrap it up, wrap it up. Well, I'm just saying they're in second place. So okay, second down and second. If the playoffs started today, it would be strange because <laughs> it's October. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that one kid's playing really, really well. Mm. Uh, 
Yep, everybody yep. knows. Uh, yeah, one Tyler kid is Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. We don't his, need no. His... We don't stink in Bertuzzi and his his vaccines. Okay, second down in nine. Okay. All right. Uh, next game would be the Atlanta. This was the game of the quarterbacks. Yep. Atlanta thirty, Miami twenty-eight. Field goal as time ran out. It looked like Miami was gonna win another one, but no. No, Tua had passed to Mac Hollins to the left for a four-yard touchdown with 2.34 to go. But no, they left but too no. much time on the clock they're, for the great the Atlanta great, Falcons quarterback. Matt Ryan. Matt, Matt, Matty Ryan down the field, they claimed. And young Hoku kicked the 36-yard field goal as time expired. Hey, hey, you don't say there, Swami. Yep. Okay. Crazy. Um, young Ho is my kicker, so thank you for that. Um, In the battle... At the, the Meadowlands. Of the rookie quarterbacks. Oh, the battle of the rookie quarterbacks. Looks like um, Mac Jones got the best of this one. Jets 13, Patriots 54. Zach I, Wilson is injured reserve. He has a yeah. knee injury, I believe. Yeah, he like broke his leg or something. Something. Brian yeah. Hoyer got in the game for the Patriots. Former state great. Uh, Yeah, former St. Ignatius great, right? Uh, Yeah, I think, yeah. Yep. I think he's a Cleveland boy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, North Olmsted, Ohio, eh? Hey, those um, crazy Clevelanders. Mac uh, Jones, it, it, 24 for 36 for 307, two touchdowns and a QBR of 111.7. Who who used to quarterback the Patriots? I don't remember. How did the Jets have a win? Who did the Jets beat? Just tells you anybody can win. I, they beat the Tennessee Titans. It's, what? NFL's a strange thing. Uh, NFL, we can have three Lions wins. Easily the best 0-7 team. So. Easily. But I'll tell you right now, they are the best 0-7 team in the NFL this year. Easily. Easily. So, easily. Uh, thanks for coming out, Carolina. Maybe uh, what's his name isn't that good. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that seems to be uh, that seems to be wearing off now. The three and four Carolina Panthers get out there and get themselves three total points. Yeah, three points for the Carolina. Sam Darnold, sixteen for twenty-five for a hundred and eleven yards, and then they yeah. put in a guy named P.J. Walker who went three for fourteen for thirty-three yards. Ouch. Uh, Chubba Hubbard, thanks for Chubba Hubbard. Out. Oh boy, yeah, that just was a uh, bad New New York G men twenty five. The yeah. G. There you go, man. Daniel Dimes. Is that Danny what Dimes. Danny yep. Dimes, 23 Danny for 33, 203, a touchdown, 95.9. And the G-Men. A get... battle of the AFC North with a shit pumping. Your Cincinnati Bungholes. Oh, yes. Ready. 41, Baltimore Eagles, 17. Baltimore Ravens. Eagle Ravens, 17. <laughs> Hard to keep it, the animals straight. It was a bird, you know. It was a bird uh, of some time. Some, here's some... a fun fact. The Ravens are 5-1 and one versus the Bengals over the last three seasons. Well, no, that anymore. didn't work out. I'll tell you what, I can tell you this. The Bengals are 1-0 in the last two days against the Ravens. Jamar Chase, 201 fucking yards. Holy shit. Rookie of the year coming in for you. Oh, easily. Before he breaks his leg here in a couple of weeks. What's he got on the season? 754 yards on the season. He's averaging 108 per game. Not bad. Not bad. That ain't too bad. Not bad. He does have negative rushing yards. Well, there you go. He's got that going against him. Yeah, 754 yards and six touchdowns. He caught his long, which was... 
this game, 82 yards. So yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty. That'll get you over 200 when you do shit like that. Touchdown passes. CJ Uzma, 55 yards, 32 yards, 82 yards. He had a 46 yard rushing touchdown and a 21 yard rushing touchdown. The big plays you could say killed the Baltimore defense today. Yeah, you could say that. You could say that. Uh, Some are saying that, not me. So um, okay, here we go. Second down and And Philadelphia. All right, listen to this. Philadelphia 22, Las Vegas 33. Who needs a coach when you've got a team like Las Vegas? I tell you, get rid of that racist coach and bang. Derek Cargill's 31 for 34 for 323. Two touchdowns and a pick. 113.6 QBR. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's what happens. Marcus Mariota had one rush for four yards. Marcus Mariota plays for the Raiders. I guess so. Remember when Marcus Mariota was going to be the shit? Second round, second draft pick He's, in 2015. So. He played for Las Vegas last year. He won a Heisman? Uh, he won something. Yep, won the Heisman Trophy in 2015. So. Oh, yeah. He's never really recovered from that uh, trashing Ohio State put on him in the 2014 National Championship game. Yes. He's yep, never really like recovered from that. He's deck. lost all confidence. Yep. So. Oh, here's a headline out of the Oakland News Now. Las Vegas Raiders, Marcus Mariota on the trading block, question mark? Who the fuck wants him? He was on injured <laughs> reserve, and they activated Marcus Ardell Talamonuni Mariota. Hey, the Lions should uh, get him. There you go. Geez, uh, Marcus all right, uh, Mariota. Uh, now your later games, you had Houston Texans 5, Arizona 31, which I believe was a scoragami. Let me confirm that. Scoragami. Scoragami. Uh, this week's games. Yes. Scoragami 5-31. to 31. So the scoragami is the first time the score has ever happened so what's a scoragami scoragami i just i i can't believe you didn't ask <laughs> what is a scoragami scoragami is a concept thought out by john boys it is the art of building final scores that have never happened before in nfl history Jesus. due to the unique nature of how points are scored in american football where it is impossible to score one point on its own as well as the rarity of the two-point safety and eight-point touchdown and two-point conversversion happened yesterday in the lions scores, game go ahead there are a lot of scores that are possible but have never happened for more info check out the video made below uh it's a whole uh it's a whole chart about it we got quite a bit left but uh jesus yeah oh it's always we've only had the two point conversion for like 20 years it is quite exciting when you see a scoregami but uh houston out here really putting up numbers who the hell did houston beat (laughs) (laughs) like i'm just like amazed that the lions are still the last they won the first week against jacksonville that makes sense yeah before their quarterback got hurt and yeah you know we're playing with the Mills Mafia, but uh, <laughs> Arizona moves to seven and zero. Kyler Murray's got to be front runner for MVP at this point. Twenty for twenty eight, three touchdowns and interception, two hundred sixty one yards with ten rushing yards on six attempts. Yeah, Mills Mafia. He went twenty three for thirty two for one hundred thirty five yards, but no turnovers. That's always good. So. Uh, yeah, they only had, it looks like, a total of maybe, let me see here. How much total offense did they have? 160 yards. It's going to be hard to win. It's going to be hard to win like that. Two for 13 on third down. So um, then we had um, the Chicago Bears, three. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 38. Uh, Tom Brady threw his 600 pass, touchdown pass. <laughs> Jeez, I'm over here struggling. 600th uh, pass. 
<laughs> our boy Lombardi Lenny with the oh. had a touchdown today, so that's always a good Blaine feeling. Blaine Gabbert got in the game. Yeah, Tampa. that's Justin you know. Fields, 22 for 32, 184, three picks, a 44.3. He's young. You got to give him time. Matt Nagy said that he feels the most confidence in his teams after that game. So Really? Yeah. Matt wow. Nagy still got to get his head on You can thank ass. the Lions for Nagy still being the coach of the Yeah, of exactly. The, of the Bears. So... Uh, and in our Sunday night game, um, where uh, fun fact from our uh, Dolphins insider uh, Presto Practor um, said that San Francisco got more rain in the past forty-eight hours than Denver's had in a couple of months. So well, they had some quite- kind of freaky storm come on board, and yeah, yes. It's called. Uh, I was talking to my my leader about that today. It's called. Oh yeah, she's in Cali. And she's in San Fran. It's. Uh, uh, it happens once every ten years or something. It's called like a El Nino, El Nano, El Nino. El Bing, yeah, there you Bongo. go. Yeah, sure. El Nino, California. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. In December, February twenty twenty one, the odds shift to sixty percent for La Nina conditions. So. Okay. Um, there it is. The ENSO diagnostics discussion. Whoa. Um, um, and 10% for El Nino conditions. I don't know what the... Uh. Okay. It rained uh, a lot. Colts, Let's just leave it at that. 30, San Fran, 18. Carson Wentz with all the broken bones uh, still went out there somehow and played. And then it helps that they're running back at 107 yards. And the return of Jimmy G, um, one touchdown, two interceptions, 60.9. Thank you for coming back, Jimmy Jeez, G. Jeez, we hardly knew ye, Jimmy G. Yep. yep. So oh, man, we got New Orleans and Seattle tonight. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's going to be crab legs against who's the backup uh, there. It's, it's the backup who is got this name uh, on the tip of my tongue. Gino Smith. Former there it is. West, Gino Toretta. Former West Virginia. Great. Uh, he came in. He's from the 2013 draft. Oh, boy. He was the seventh pick in the second round to the J-E-T-S Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. So he's a glorified Charlie Batch. Is that what you're saying? Here you go. So in his first two seasons, he played 16 games and 14 games. And then f- over the past six years he played one Charlie two, two five one and two so thank you for that gino smith we mm, appreciate thanks. your service thank, thank you, you for, for coming gino uh he also has one reception in his career there so you go yards. there you go um, so that was the fastest 20 minutes <laughs> fastest 20 um, minutes in sports okay um, well, we touched on it but you can go ahead and talk about uh, uh tb12 we, we did chat about this pre-show today, but uh, what do you think Tom Brady's 600 touchdown ball is worth? And real quick, Matty Stafford just got to 300 yesterday, and uh, that actually puts him like, was it 12th or something all time? Really? Oh, yeah, 300. He uh, Tom Brady has more touchdowns than Joe Montana and Steve Young combined. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, there's a lot of stats um, that you hear about in sports and you're like, okay, well, you know, that's just whatever. Um, but I, I mean, 600, that, that is crazy. I'm bringing it up here real quick. But uh, my, my question was, how much is it worth? But yeah, Tom, T, Tom Brady's at 600, Drew Brees, 571, Peyton, 539, Brett Favre, 508, Aaron Rodgers, uh, 427, Philip Rivers, 421, Dan Marino, 420, Ben Rossesberger, 403, Eli, 366, Matt Ryan, 359, Fran, Tar- I remember when Fran Tarkington had all the records, like 45,000 yards passing was like 715 home runs. It was like, oh my God. Oh, not anymore. He's number 11 on the touchdown passes. Uh, Matty Stafford, 301. Just Matt- passed.
past some bum named John Elway. What so, a bum. What a bum, Elway. But so you go, okay, uh, I'm not going down that road. And the next guy is a Carson Palmer at 294. And he's wow, not. that's kind of crazy. He's not a fall. Uh, he's not in the Hall of Fame. So. No, nah, but he uh, fell what from he, what he, So quickly. the guy the guy that caught the receiving touchdown from uh, Thomas Brady handed it to yeah, a fan in the stands. And then he yeah, realized. Because that's like what he does. Every time Mike Evans scores a touchdown, he always gives the ball to a fan. So he then realized. The, NFL, the only way you can keep a ball is if it's handed to you by a fan. Right. Or by a by player. player. Right. If it goes in yeah. the stands, you got to give it back. And I'd be, well, that's another thing altogether, too. So what... Um, so the fan, they went over to him and got the ball back from him. And, and Yeah, did you see the clip of them talking about it? Uh, I saw the guy from, like, security talking to him. Yeah, I would have told then, him to fuck off. And then man. he handed it, it. It's what is that ball worth? And it is it life-changing money? I guess it depends how much money you got in the bank. But Life-changing you know, to us. Is it 100000 250000 You can't really leave with it because once you leave with it, there's no proof that that's the ball. So... Well, I mean, there is the video evidence of you getting handed the ball. Right, but you could always switch that for some other ball. So the guy gave the ball back, and of course, you know, half the internet's like, you dunce. But who knows what Brady's going to give him. Brady, couldn't Brady write him a check for 100 Gs? It's not my 100 Gs. I mean, how much is Tom Brady's jersey signature worth, you know? Well, it's worth like maybe four or $500. It's not the same as the 600 touchdown ball. Oh, no, totally. Even if he gave him, him you know, another ball. If he gave him the jersey that he wore that that day yeah I think that's that a would good make trade. Wrote, number six hundred, like sure, six hundred, six hundred one, six hundred two. Yeah, literally, <laughs> He's like six hundred two you know, now. So it was, you know. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know, like it, I get it, right? I'm sure Tom Brady. I don't know how much Tom Brady cares about that shit, right? You know, yeah. he's more of he's more of the team. You know, he doesn't eat tomatoes. He makes out with his kids. He doesn't really care about the personal accolades as much as like someone else. And maybe he does. I mean, I don't follow the TB12 very often, but, you know, I just think about, you know, what about those baseballs like Barry Bonds, sure. base, you know, cheater or whatever you want to say about him. Like, you know, stuff like that where it's there's like a guy. There's a guy who caught Hank Aaron's 715th home run. Mm-hmm. And that was such a huge iconic home run at the time but he worked at the stadium and wouldn't give it back and they oh, fired funny. him this was in 1974 oh. he held on to the ball for like ever then like 25 years later he wanted to give it to Hank Aaron they had him on the podcast <laughs> this guy was like a uh. was like an usher when he got the ball he was like yeah. fuck you I'm keeping it and they're like okay fuck you you're fired and um yeah. they he ended up auctioning it yeah for like pretty good money. Yeah. Like four or five hundred grand or something. Dave Portnoy. Yeah. Here's your boy Dave Portnoy. Okay. I've got his tweet here. You absolutely don't strike any deal at the stadium. You give your info and leave the stadium immediately. But then yep. people said, nah, he did the right thing. Don't get why people would be so greedy. Uh, and then somebody said, uh, if you're not going to authenticate it, if he leaves with it, it makes it worthless because, you know, it's chain of custody. So it, yeah. it, it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a internet stink today. And But the guy did really, meh, you know, he did, he did the right, he did the nice thing. Let's say he did the nice thing. And I'm sure they're going to take care of him at some point here. They'll give him, yeah. a, they'll give him a game use jock strap. But I would think that ball's probably worth, I don't know, because already that's not the record ball because he's already thrown two more. So 602 is the, the record ball. Um, he has quite a gambling addiction. Dave Portnoy? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. I was just looking at his, yes, well, that's all he, he talks about. 
well, he runs a sports book, but he bet mm-hmm. 25 grand on the Raiders to win money line. So that hit. That was 25 grand to pay out 41,000 or sorry to win 41k. So he got paid out $66,250. So. Well, here I've got another story for you. Let me find it about the uh okay, where is it? I've got it. I've got it. Here we go. There's a guy um named Mattress Mac down oh, yeah, in Houston. Mattress Mac. Yeah, yeah, he does the Super Bowl thing every year. World Series. At least in this case it's a World Series oh. thing. Well, he does like he does and he gives away mattresses and shit. If, he, if the thing is if um, he offers mattresses for free on purchases of $3,000 if the Astros win the World Series. Since no insurance company would back him on the revenue, he hedges the promotion by betting on the Astros to win it all. Counting a roughly $5.9 million in gross mattress sales from this past weekend, Max says his liability is in the mid-20 millions. He says, my wife's going through the numbers now. She's getting nervous. So what he did was he bet a total of $3.5 million on the Astros to win the World Series, and that would pay him $35.6 million. So if the Astros win the World Series, he wins 35.6, and then he has to give away $20 million worth of mattresses, so he's still up $15 million. Uh, if he wins, it'll be the largest payout in legal gambling history, including a $2 million bet with Caesars that would yield $20 million. After the Astros won the American League pennant, he engaged with Caesars and FanDuel, who he has a $1 million bet with a 10-to-1 with FanDuel, and he said FanDuel offered me $5.5 million to cash out. And Caesar said it was their policy not to do cash outs. So yep. he's going to hang on to it. If this was a regular bet, I might take it, but I have too much in- involved in the Astros right now. Well, so that's hedging. But he does, yeah. That's hedging he, his money so that he wins no matter what. He does it like he 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 does it all the time. Yeah. Uh, okay. He did it for the. Uh, he did it on the Buccaneers. Okay. He it's a tradition that he does every year. He did it on for the Astros back in 2017. Uh, yeah. Okay. Refunded. Yeah, it's quite. It, uh, when the Astros won the World Series in 2017, Mac refunded 13 million dollars to customers who bought mattresses. Okay. That's yeah, it used to be crazy. able you could buy insurance for this kind of stuff, but yeah. now you can just go to a sports bed and and hand off the action so that you don't lose yeah. anything. Oh. All yeah, right. It's... Let's move on to next week's game, buddy. We got another one. They just keep coming down line when do we get a week off that's my question uh, not soon enough not so. soon enough rest up get some guys healthy but i think the right uh better who put six figures on lions take home six figures sorry i was just looking up to see when the bye week was but better wins 250k on lions so there you go like i said great teams win no, or great good teams, teams cover win. good teams win sorry <laughs> it's okay uh let me see when is the bye i think the bye the perfect bye week now that we're at 17 games is like week 10 eight, or 11 week eight and a half yeah uh our buys next week so okay so we play this one then we get a buy yeah okay so So we got the philadelphia eagles at detroit october 31st don't forget to come out and support chris spielman as he gets into the ring of lions honor uh 1 p.m on fox tv i'm sure we're gonna have the uh, number one announcers there's no doubt about that uh the early line the early early line earlier than before in the podcast earlier than earlier in this podcast (laughs) uh 
Philadelphia minus three over under 48. If you bet Philadelphia, it's minus 160. If you take your Detroit Leonos, it's plus 135. They're winning it for Chris. I'm going to throw game. down my early prediction. Lions get a win this week. This is the Lions week. are going to win easily. Okay. Well, I'm going to say on. Lions by at least 10. That's how I felt against the Bears. And so this I is hope at home. Right. This is at home. I hope you're right. And I Philadelphia right. trade away everybody, right? Are we going to be in attendance? I don't know. We'll have to see. Let's talk. Let's talk so. about that. If there's one to go to, this would be the one. This would be for the you. one. This would be the one for one you. For me. So one for me. If yeah, the Lions love the me, they give me a couple of free tickets, but they don't love me. I'm not. Uh, I don't know who they love. I, so. I, I, I'm not a uh, super fan. So I'm just some guy with a podcast. Yeah, fan card revoked. Um, yep. Yep. Hey, did you hear that the Lions are 4-1 versus the Eagles over their last five games? Is that right? I didn't know that. You want to say the implied final score? It's. I believe it's Philadelphia 25 and a half to Detroit 22 and a half. That half point is always the hardest to get. Yeah. Yep. That is hard. That is hard okay so for a rainy day down here in southeastern michigan the week of michigan michigan state we want to throw in an extra college football prediction for this week michigan michigan state and east lansing who do you think is going to win are you still there yeah can i i'm i'm uh, yes i am mowing over the thought i don't know how state beats them that's my i like state at home uh yeah i mean it's gonna be a good game you know i i don't know let's look at the um you know the what's the word the uh you know the whole scope of everything um what's that called you know the entire picture can you help me out here i'm looking for help from you for what what are you looking for you know like when you look at a team's entire schedule you know yeah. you're looking at the body of work yeah um michigan hasn't played anyone all right. Yeah, they really. And they finally have had like a road game or two. Yeah, and State hasn't really played anyone either. So. Yeah, it's not really their fault that the. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That everybody they play has like sucked. Look at fucking stats. Yeah, State at home. That sounds nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, Buckeyes went out. It'll be good. I take. I would take State at home, but I could see Michigan shit pumping up. Michigan so? Michigan's got the ninth running offense in the country. Everybody's underestimated state this year. That's why I just uh mm, I like that. You know. That's a good being I at home. Michigan, Michigan needs to play their other quarterback, though. They have yeah, that freshman. Yeah, uh, quarterbacks. They need to be playing McCarthy. I don't know what yes. he's called. Man. Yeah, Cade McNamara is trash. So um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, they look better with the other guy in there, Mac, Mac JJ McCarthy. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to say. It's hard to say. You Just, heard it here first, folks. You can tell we're really on top of our non. And uh, Cincinnati's up to number two. So yeah, they were number two but i want to see what happens when that first um the first playoff poll comes out that's this week right i don't know uh yeah it should be i think coming up very soon it's usually like the last four or five weeks of the season so yeah we'll see here though but uh also nine overtime game yeah i actually turned that on in the third overtime that whole (laughs) idea of changing the overtime is going to speed it up it didn't work okay i think we need to go back to the old way like how did they get each get two points in one overtime because they force them to go for two point conversions at some point yeah but they don't even 
even count the touchdown? Like, no, it's just a two-point conversion. What? You can't kick an extra point. You can't kick a field goal. You can't get a touchdown. It's just two-point conversions back and forth. That's why it's one play. You know how it was before where it's like you hit the yeah. ball at the 20 or 25, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to go for two after so many touchdowns. Well, they got it. they do it for like a couple of times, and then they what? and then at some point they're like, well, now you have to do two-point conversions from like the three-yard line or whatever it is from the five or whatever the hell it is. And uh, yeah, so they were just two-point conversions going back and forth. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch these highlights. Yeah, it's it's kind of boring. They kind of fucked it all up. So they stopped starting at like the 25 and they just started at the two-yard line? The two or three or five or whatever it was. It's fucking dumb. Yep. The original, the to- the normal college playoff, I mean, college football overtime, overtime. is perfect. I liked it's it. Perfect. I liked it's it the way it was. Today. Yeah, you just can't go the extra point. You have to go for two. And that pretty much yeah, salted that. it away, you know, after so yeah, many of those. The and then overtime, yeah. you know, at some point, somebody's going to miss a two-point conversion. Somebody so. tried to fix what wasn't broken, and now it's broke. I so. carumba. Yeah. Carumba, I I'm carumba. not sure. Why. I turned it on. It was like the fourth overtime or something, and uh, they were just going for for two at that point. Oy vey. On the uh, the Lions' initial 53-man roster, 11 current players are on IR before you count A.J. Parker today. Fuck, man. That's... Uh, isn't yeah, that crazy? It's hard to win. It's hard to win if half your team... Two wide receivers, three linemen, yeah. two defensive linemen, one outside lineman, two cornerbacks. How about that? Uh, yep. So... Yep. Yep. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that we'll go ahead and put this sucker in the cremator and we will uh toss his ashes into the rouge river and um anything else before I'm we trying get to find one thing i yeah, had sure, it earlier let me see if i can find it right now and it's not coming up so yep don't worry about it. All right. Okay. We are not worrying about it. That um, people, so. Yeah. I'm looking real All quick right. again. Am I going to see it? No. Let me check this one other tab. I've only got 40 tabs over. Uh, okay. If I find it, I'll send it to you. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming. Don't forget to follow us on the gram, the twit. Link trees in the description. The description. Yep. Yep. Uh, We're working on that website. Slowly but surely, surely we'll be there. Slowly. So. Yes, sir. Um, All right. Everybody have a great week, and we will see you all for the preview. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.